Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. On this very special episode of Rage Talk, I had the honor to sit down with two lovely young ladies who were the house managers at Daughter's House. And I have to admit, This episode was a lot of fun and in a way scary. Now, when I say scary, you'll find out because the one young lady, um, she wanted me to put an apple on my head and she was going to knock it. Well, I'm not going to say anymore. You'll just have to listen to find out. Rage Against Addiction is a nonprofit organization dedicated to connecting addicts and their families with the resources they need to find a path to recovery that will enable them to lead happy, healthy lives. I met Wendy, Mia, and Rachel a while ago and learned about Rage Against Addiction. I just knew there was something more that I had to do. And we made the connection, and ever since then, I've been doing whatever I can to help them out and this podcast is one of the ways this is rage talk how long has rage been a part of your recovery almost a year a year almost a year and a year in april april 11th and what about you danielle 18 months april 6th 18 months Mm -hmm. okay why does the daughter's house program work and how's it different from any other program Oh, I have a good answer for this. Danielle, do you want to go first? Though? You go ahead. Okay. Um, I think it works based off of the accountability and the communication that flows through the house. You know, we try and provide a safe space for the girls to voice concerns and teach them how to advocate for themselves. You know, I had a really hard time advocating for myself as a resident and mm-hmm. um, now being house manager, I can help people work on that for themselves and I think it's different um like I've tried to get sober twice and the first time I tried to get sober I went to a sober living and there was no accountability and they ended up shutting down but you know residents yeah residents were passing drug tests and like sneaking off to it was a whole mess um it's just like the the honesty and the accountability like right. is completely different from what I was trying before. It seemed like the other place you were at really didn't care. They were just no. 
it was it was terribly terribly wrong wow that's sad that's very sad Danielle, do you have anything to add? Um, yeah. On top of the honesty and accountability, like honesty and communication are key in daughter's house. We mm-hmm. definitely have to communicate with each other. Um, I think because we take people like who have been on the street and in jail, and then we have people who had a nice upbringing, and we kind of put them together in a house. And it just shows people like you can live a normal life and have fun without those things. Like we right. can sit down and eat dinner together and we can go out and go axe throwing and do amusement parks sober and have fun. It kind of just brings everybody together as a whole. Absolutely. Did you say axe throwing? Ax- yes. Crabby axe throwing. Axe throwing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you should try it. It's awesome. I was gonna say, when you said axe throwing, I'm thinking, okay, is there a reason we weren't doing this in person? <laughs> they throw axes at me or something? What did Wendy tell you? <laughs> I mean, I'm a pretty good shot, so if you want me to hit an apple off your head, I think I can do it. I'm confident. I couldn't say the same. I miss terribly. I'm not the best at it. I wouldn't even well, take a chance. Wait a minute, Danielle. You're actually offered to do that I, to, with, with uh, 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 off of my head? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, I am. You're scaring me now. Don't I know we're going off subject here, but how, I mean, where's that at? Krabby Axe. I've been wanting to try that. Baltimore Pike in Bel Air. Is it indoors? Yeah. It's behind the auto zone on Bel Air Pike. So, I mean, is it is it regular axes or is it like a balanced axe? I I, I mean, I've never. It's like a little. I mean, I've thrown axes at trees. It's a little. Oh, it's the double. The the double headed axe. No, that like was cool. Thing? Oh yeah. Oh, I gotta go try this now. Yeah. As long as, long as Danielle's not there, because I, <laughs> I don't want you to put an apple on my head. No, I don't think we let you do that there. But if you ever want to come like out to the backyard here, and, and and let me try, I'm down with that. I'm not down with that. I'm down with that. <laughs> no favor. Wait, Danielle, we just wait a minute. We haven't met before, have we? I didn't do anything to make you mad. <laughs> no. Not at all. all oh, my God. <laughs> Look, Danielle wants me to be her guinea pig. I'm not, no. You're, no, you're not the first person I've asked. I've asked two other people. Has anybody allowed you to do it? No. <laughs> no. And how well did the other two people know you? Very well. So, well, and, 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 well, see, if they're not going to do it, you think, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll do it, but you have to use like a rubber axe first. Cause I want to make sure that you, you hit the, cause you know, hitting my head will make the apple fall off, but I don't want that. You got to hit the apple. Do they make rubber axes? I, I can do that. How about a mallet? Like a rubber mallet? What do you, oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, you know, you're going to say you want a bow and arrow and try that. Even too. better. What? Even better. <laughs> no, Danielle. <laughs> really just. Ra- Rachel told you to, get to, to do this to me, didn't she? <laughs> she did. She sent it in an email. 
Uh, I figured she probably did. I forgot where I forgot where the hell I was at now. Oh God! Oh, okay. When you first when you first came to daughter's house and sister house, did you ever imagine you would be leaving one day as an alumni or a house manager? No. Yes, sir. Why? I mean, why not? Why didn't you think that? Just like my personality, I was like a very angry person when I got here. And the responsibility that comes with the job, I just didn't, I didn't feel like I could handle that responsibility. I actually turned the position down twice. Really? Yeah. Until I sat down with Rachel and had a serious conversation about it and talked to my sponsor. And um, she actually told me that I could give it a try for like three months. And if I didn't feel like I wanted the position, then I could step down. And here I am eight months later. But just the responsibility that comes with it. I didn't feel like I could barely be responsible for myself, let alone a house full of people. And then it's actually not really being responsible for everybody in the house. It's holding them accountable and just kind of monitoring Mm -hmm. what they do on a daily and the thing is, you and all, I mean, we only just met, but from, you know, what we've been talking about, you have a great personality. Thank you. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I wouldn't, I, I would never have said that would be a problem. Yeah. Even though you pick on me already, but. No, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I pick on people I like. But that's what, I mean, that's great though. A lot of people look for that and it, it helps break the ice, I think. What about you, Abby? Um, actually, I. You said you did expect it. Well, <laughs> I not the personality to... I'm talking about. You know, alumni or house manager. <laughs> I had the goal of becoming house manager. I just um, after I went to rehab, I went to an extended care, and I saw the women who worked there, and you know they had something I wanted, and I was willing to do whatever I, it took to get to a point of leadership and helping others and you know I came in and I was like one day like I want to be able to give back and help out Mm -hmm. and I worked my ass off I worked really hard I don't know if we can curse on this but um (laughs) 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 but I I worked really hard and you know it is I just it blows my mind that today I am a house manager Um, and how long you been a house manager now um I started in November. So November of 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So what's so five months? Just like around there. Yeah. Yeah. Right around there. Yeah. That's, well, that's good. Um, so what was the biggest transition from resident to house manager? Free rent. Okay. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said free rent. <laughs> But that was a joke. Uh, so you don't want me to put that part in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Yeah, look, see now she's all flushed. She can't figure out what she was going to say. <laughs> Probably boundaries. Boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of the women that I came in the house with, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were my friends. I mean, they're still my friends, but right. now that I'm like kind of a 
a person of authority, I had to make boundaries with them. And, you know, sometimes they didn't like it. Sometimes like they were cool with it. And it was just something I had to overcome and learn how to do. What about you, Daniel? Um, I would say patience, having to be patient with people, honestly, because I'm Mm -hmm. like, when I was just a resident, I kind of just worked and did my own thing, did my meetings, but you have to communicate with people a lot more when you're house manager. And I just like, being by myself and having a house full of people who need your attention. Like I would get impatient. I was constantly on the phone with Rachel. Like it, it won't stop knocking on my door. They won't leave me alone. But with time and growth, like I have a lot more patience now. And I bet you're happy that you're still doing it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've learned a lot from it. I've learned a lot from the residents and house managers before me. And even Abby as a house manager has taught me a lot because she has a lot of patience with people. (laughs) I don't know. That's that's good though. So what's been the most challenging part in your role as as house manager and how'd you overcome it or have you? I I have a good answer for that. Well, go ahead. Okay. I just want to see if Danielle wanted to go. Um, Probably speaking up for myself. Um, I am only 22 years old and a lot of the women that I am looking after are older than me. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, when people first come in, it's hard, like coming, putting myself in their shoes, it would be hard for me to listen to someone so young. Um, and, you know, it was hard and people, right. some people respected me, some people didn't, but like at the end of the the day, like I'm here to help better your life and save your life. And I'm not here to make friends. I mean, friends is an extra, like it's a bonus. Right. It really is that relationship you have with residents. Um, but definitely just speaking up for myself and speaking the truth, no matter how old I am. Yeah. And that's something I learned early on when I was in the Marine Corps. Age doesn't mean nothing mm-hmm. when it comes to leadership or a role or, you know, who's in charge. It's everybody's there, you know, for a reason everybody needs help. So throw the age out the window. You're there to help. That's the main, th- I mean, that's the main thing that you got to remember there. Danielle. Um. I would say opening up to people uh, as a house manager, like you kind of have to do that. I've had girls, newcomers come in and then girls that have been here that, you know, having a rough time and I've been vulnerable and open up about myself and tell stories about myself to these girls to kind of show them like I wasn't a perfect angel when I got here and with time and patience and growth, like this is where I am now, but I'm not somebody that likes to talk about myself or talk about what's happened or my feelings. That's just not right. I've never been that person. So yeah. Having to open people. I know that that, that can be hard. Um, <laughs> and some of the people I've had on here, whether it be from the health department, you know, the peer recovery specialists and even people from rage. And then when they do open up and tell their stories, I can't tell you how many times I mean, I'm literally, I mean, just brought tears to my eyes, but the good thing about it is that I've actually had calls. People contacted me that heard that podcast and talked about what it, 
did to them and how it's helped them. So, you know, even, even if it's hard to tell your story, it, it, just think about how it can help somebody. Because I mean, that's, that's the thing. It just, it, to get the phone calls or not the phone calls, but the emails and the messages from people to, you know, saying that you guys have helped them because they heard it on the podcast is to me, it's, it's heartwarming. I just, I, I love it. So what does your life look like today? Because of all the hard work you, you have done to get to this point. Today, my life is pretty good. Today, I have um, I have a strong relationship with my son's grandmother, who I did not have a very good relationship with for a long time. Mm-hmm. Communicate with my son's father, who I didn't have a good relationship with. I work a program. I have a great relationship with my sponsor. I've helped ladies grow who have come through daughter's house who have also helped me grow. I now work in the recovery field. I just got promoted to case management at my job. I'm getting well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, I'm getting ready to move out by a car. These are the gifts of recovery. And oh, nice. Yeah, I definitely owe it to myself and to Rage and daughter's house and everybody else in the program who's helped guide me along the way. Nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Abby? You know, same thing with me. Um, A year ago, I have about a year and three months of sobriety under my belt. And congratulations. Thank you. And I, I was a completely different person, like Mm -hmm. completely different. And, you know, today I respect myself. I, like I care about what other people are talking about. I care about life and I too have a sponsor. I have a great relationship with her. I have a job in my home group. I can have a healthy relationship with my parents. I'm also moving out soon and I'm, um, you know, I'm taking the right steps to hold myself accountable. And like Mm -hmm. a year ago, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be interested in doing that, but you know, just being in the center of recovery and meeting the people I have along the way is just such a beautiful thing. And especially being house manager, being able to help others and like watch them grow, like not everyone gets that chance. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. Great. That's great. So we continue to give back to the recovery community and if so, how? Absolutely. Um, I, I'm hopefully going to apply to a treatment center. I do want to end up working in treatment. I just didn't want to do house managing and treatment at the same time. Um, Right. But um, I'm really looking forward to helping people like really see what, like what they can do if they stick with it, like at their lowest point. Cause you know, when you first get into rehab, like, you're really down. You're really, you're really feeling it. And I want to be one of those people who can like bring the light back into their life. Very good. Danielle. Um, so yeah. So my job, I actually take care of aftercare. So my clients, like when they're leaving, whatever they're doing, when they leave Mm -hmm. the center, um, I take care of that. And I don't always have time to like take them to get an ID that they've lost or birth certificates. 
So I would, I, when I get a car, I would like to be there, like to take them maybe after work to go do these things, to get their ID, their food stamps, social security card, whatever it may be. So a couple years ago, did you guys ever think that you would feel this way about helping other people? No, like not in the slightest. Right. Nope. Like a complete turnaround. Yeah. Because of rage. Exactly. Daughter's house. It's a whole, I was going to say 180, 360. 180, 360, 735, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept spinning and you stopped. I mean, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so so what advice would you give to the new house manager that's taking your place probably principals i say that every day mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. probably so like people come and people go mm-hmm. but you know your job is to keep like hold them accountable and make sure like the house is running smoothly and you know there are rules that some people don't like and you know, people have bad days and you got to enforce the rules on one of their bad days. Like sometimes like it gets messy and you know, we've all been there. We all get it. So it's about like what it's like, what are you doing? Not like, why are you doing it? It's Mm -hmm. um, it's not to take anything personally. It's to keep them safe. So I don't, I don't know how to explain that any better. No, it's, it was perfect. That's perfect. I would say self-care. Um, that's not something that I always do because I'm, I'm like the busiest person in the world right now. And I don't ever take time for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't ever, you know, sit back and relax or go get nails done, hair done. I don't ever do any of those things. Right, neither do I. <laughs> i'm sorry Um, yeah so self-care is important because it can be frustrating and stressful sometimes running a house you definitely have to take time for yourself and relax Mm -hmm. or bubble bath if you don't have hair to get done bubble bath (laughs) if you don't have hair to get done a nice bubble bath she told you to take a bubble bath because you don't have hair. You know what? I, 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 I'm speechless. I am speechless. That's that's okay. That's all right. Well, I want to thank you both. See, that was easy, wasn't it? And Danielle, who knows? Maybe when I come for the walk, maybe I will bring an axe. I'll apple. bring an axe. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber axe, rubber a axe, rubber axe. axe. You know what? I'm going to be scared to death if I get there and you actually did find a rubber axe. Because <laughs> my luck is probably heavy duty rubber, and you'll it could still knock me out if it hits me in the head. <laughs> or you might purposely just aim for my head. Okay. Well, it ain't like you're going to cut off any hair. So. <laughs> Abby, Danielle, thanks a lot. Really? I appreciate it. And congratulations. Man, God, both of you leaving the yeah. second week of April for everything you guys that are doing, helping the others too. I, I want to thank you because it's um, 
and I, I'm just God excited about rage and every, how big it's growing and meeting some fantastic people, even ones that want to throw axes at me. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. You just got an apple on your head, huh? Not at you directly, just an apple on your head. It's not that it's, serious, Reg. Hello, if the apple's on my head, it's still at me directly. You just have to trust me. Oh, I trust you, Danielle. Thank you. Let wait go. Minute. Hold Whatever wait happens, happens. Wait a minute, Abby. You, mm. you trust her to throw an axe and an apple on your head, or you trust her to throw an axe and an apple on my head? Uh, your head. And I yeah. really blindfold her. Uh, oh. I'm out of here on I that like one. That. I no. second that. No. <laughs> on that no. note. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye. For more information, you can go to our website at rageagainstaddiction.org or contact Rachel at 443-504-8488.